Before we get to our second lesson, which is the story of Moses, I want to remind you of where we've been in the Old Testament the past few weeks. We talked about Abraham and that God has promised to make a strong, mighty nation out of his descendants, and Abraham did believe, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. That promise lives on through Abraham's son Isaac, and from there it lives on even through Jacob and Esau, and Jacob has many sons, but one of them in particular he adores, and his name is Joseph. Now, to be the favored child means that you are, certainly aren't the favorite of your siblings. So Joseph's brothers sell him into slavery. And as Joseph is off in the capital working for Pharaoh, a famine comes over all of the land. But because Joseph is favored by the Pharaoh for how well he manages all of the Pharaoh's um, workings of the kingdom... The Hebrew people are fed and protected in a way because Pharaoh likes Joseph so very much. But then we are told that that Pharaoh dies and a new Pharaoh rises to power. And that Pharaoh does not know Joseph and he has no regard for the Hebrew people. And he becomes, we are told, a stern taskmaster. They had been in bondage before, yes, absolutely, but suddenly it becomes exponentially worse under the new Pharaoh. And the Bible tells us that all of the Israelites cried out in anguish and the Lord God heard them. And the Lord God calls Moses to deliver those people. And so right before our passage today, Moses has been out in Midian, far away from anyone, and there is a bush that is burning, but it doesn't burn up. And out of that bush comes the voice of the Lord who says, Moses, and Moses says, Hanani, here I am. The faithful response, ready to hear and do God's will. So now listen from Exodus, the third chapter, verses 10 through 15. In the fourth chapter, 10 through 17, as the Lord God tells Moses exactly what he wants him to do. God said, come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, if I come to the Israelites and I say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you. And then they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. God said further, thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, thus you shall say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever and this my title for all generations. But Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I have never been eloquent, 
neither in the past nor even now that you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who gives speech to mortals? Who makes them mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to speak. But Moses said, O oh my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And God said, What of your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he can speak fluently. Even now he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, his heart will be glad. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. He indeed shall speak for you to the people. He shall serve as a mouth for you, and you shall serve as God for him. Now take in your hand this staff with which you shall perform the signs. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Lord God, who indeed can ever be eloquent enough to speak for you. We know that any words that are spoken should only come from you, and so it is my prayer that every word I speak would be only of you, that everything else would fall away. And we pray, too, that all of the words that come to our minds, that are in our hearts, all the meditations that we have together, that they would be of you. Let us hear you speak, Lord, for we, your people, are listening. Amen. I moved to Huntsville in 2018. I had lived in Athens, Georgia before that. And um, we moved at the beginning of February. And I had about four weeks before I started work to just get the girls settled in school and the house in order and all those sorts of things. And so I remember in early March, one day, the sky was like pitch black and there was a tornado warning. And so we've got the TV on, and it comes to my realization that we are now living in a place where there are often tornadoes, which I had never experienced before. And then I realized that this is the first house we've ever had that didn't have a basement. So our, if there's a tornado, my family and I, we get in this tiny pantry that's underneath our stairs. And so on this day, I kind of crept in there between the canned goods and I took a picture of myself and I sent it to someone on my search committee and I said, did you forget to tell me something? <laughs> and his response was, no, and you didn't ask the right question. <laughs> you never ask about tornadoes. And indeed, I did not. This passage has a lot to do with asking the right question. We know, first of all, that Moses is called by God and that Moses has that faithful response that says, here I am. And how many of us want to say, here I am to God, especially before we get the details of what we're going to be asked to do? And so when God says to Moses, I want you to go to Pharaoh and you're going to tell him to let my people go. The first question Moses has is, who am I to do this thing? Who am I? 
And to that question, the Lord God says, I will go with you. And I really don't even think Moses hears him. Moses is in his head so much worried about what he's going to say to Pharaoh that he doesn't even hear that. And so then Moses raises another objection. His next question is, well, when I go to the Israelites, who shall I tell them sent me? And God says, my name is I am who I am. Another translation might be, I am who I will be. The Lord God tells Moses essentially that what you need to remember is that I am. I am. I am all that you need. I am with you here. I will be with you there. It's such an interesting divine name because especially in the Old Testament, to know someone's name was to feel like you had power over them in some way. But instead of a name, the Lord God simply says, I am. I am. I exist. And that's what you need to know. And then he goes on to say, you tell them that I am sent you. And I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God who has made a covenant to care for his people. Still don't think Moses hears him. <laughs> Moses is so worried that then he says, I can't. I cannot do this. I do not speak well. I want to pause here for just a moment and point out that the Lord God never asked Moses to speak well. The Lord God never asked him to speak quickly or fluently. The Lord God just tells him he's going to go speak. But Moses' objections are, I'm just not really good at this. I can't is what he says. And so in the most gracious act... The Lord God, it says his anger is kindled against Moses, annoyed that Moses isn't listening, that Moses isn't taking comfort in God's presence. But still, even in God's anger, he is gracious to Moses because he says, okay, we'll send Aaron with you. And Aaron has two important qualifications. One is that he speaks well, which is important only to Moses. And the other one is that he loves Moses. It's his brother. The Lord God says, see Aaron coming. Even when he sees you, his heart is filled with love. And so even though you aren't sure, even though you say you can't, even though I say you can, I will give you what you need to make this happen. And so Moses and Aaron will go together and speak to Pharaoh and to God's people. I've been thinking about that idea of I can't. Have you ever been in that I can't place? For the past couple of weeks, I was telling someone, there are no big deals in my life. Nothing's really wrong, but I've been filled with I can't. I've had no energy for anything. I just feel like, ugh, I can't. It's too much. I can't be the parent that I want to be. I can't be the pastor that I want to be. There's so much that is I can't. And I just have that feeling of just deep sadness. And I have a friend who told me long ago that when I get steeped in I can't, that I've crossed what they called the God line, that I have taken too much onto myself and not put enough onto God. I have started to think of myself as God who needs to do all of the right things. And so when I find myself in the place of I can't, it's important to ask the right question. 
the one question that Moses didn't ask, the one question that the Lord God still tried to answer for him and he couldn't hear it. And that question is, Lord God, who are you? Who are you? And into that, we know that God speaks, I am the God who out of love spoke you into creation. And I am the God who came to Abraham and said, I will be your God and you will be my people. I'm the same God who has kept promises from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to Joseph and now to you, Moses, and when my people have cried out, when they have groaned from the pain of their bondage, I am the God who will come and deliver them. That's the right question to ask when you're in the I can't. And for you and I as Christians, the answer is also, who are you? I am also the God who sent our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into the world when we couldn't stop sinning and we couldn't find our way to a right relationship with God. It was God who sent Christ into the world to redeem us. And it was God who is with us even now as the Holy Spirit. We all get into that I can't place. And the answer is always to ask, who is God? Because here's the truth. We can't. We can't. We can't be the best parent. And we can't be the best employee. And we can't be the best friend. All of those things, all of the time, we cannot because we are fragile, broken, sinful people. But every day the Lord God says, that's okay, I can. I can. I can work through you. I can give you a friend who loves you when you need it. I can give you my presence that is with you all of the time. Maybe, just maybe, I need to wake up every morning and say, I can't but I know that God can. It is God who called Moses, who was a murderer, who called Moses and said, you will lead my people. And it was God who called Aaron and made him the first priest of this nation who allowed him to speak words of grace and love to God's people. God can, they couldn't. And it is God who walks into our lives when we're tired and when we're frustrated and when everything's just been too much, when there's nothing wrong and yet everything feels wrong. Into that, when we are saying, I just can't, the Lord God says, yeah, you're probably right, but I can because I am the Lord God, the Lord God who called you into being, the Lord God who redeemed you in Jesus Christ, and the Lord God who sustains us still. Thanks be to God that we know the right question to ask. Amen. <laughs>